Welcome to hour number three of our Saturday morning radio extravaganza here on WABC. 800-848-WABC is the number to call. Get that WABC app. Keep it with you day and night. You will want to have this radio station with you by your side through every single day as this unfolds. With us, our station's owner, our station's operator. He is an author, has a new book on the market. John Katsimatidis. John, thank you for joining us. How are you? Well, good morning. Uh, I am well, and uh, thank you uh, for having me on. Uh, the It's big news this morning that President Trump, uh, who I have not announced I'm going to be supporting, but if this happens, uh, Bo, and the former president of the United States gets arrested, gets fingerprinted, gets handcuffed uh, in New York over a prostitute looking to shake him down, uh, which is in New York, uh, I believe the law is it was a misdemeanor, but he is past the two years. So somehow Alvin Bragg had to find a way and he upgraded it to a felony which is not really a felony a way, the way my legal department is telling us uh, uh, the laws in New York. And I got that from Judge Weinberg, uh, who was a Supreme Court uh, judge in New York. Uh, you do that to a former president over an item like that, that is going far beyond the call of duty. And I think they're going a little bit too far. And it's going to become, like you said before on the radio, a third world country where we indict each other's presidents. I mean, give me a break. I mean, if we had a national poll or a national vote, who is more guilty? Hunter Biden, who has uh, tens of millions of dollars from the Chinese, from the Ukrainians, etc. Who's more guilty? Or Donald Trump, the lawyer giving uh, a prostitute that's trying to shake him down $130,000. My God, what does this world come to, uh, Bo? I mean, I am worried for our country, and I'm worried that, you know what I said to a U.S. senator the other night? I said, I am worried that 2076 is the 300th year uh, anniversary for the United States of America. Are we going to make those 300 years? I am worried because the Venezuela was the wealthiest country in, in, in South America. And in 20 short years, when the socialists took over, they converted Venezuela from the wealthiest country in South America to a vast to the wasteland. Poorest. Yep. The vast wasteland. And and we are headed in that direction. This is unprecedented. We've never seen anything like it in America. And it does demand, John, it demands a political response. And that is in itself scary. If the Republicans fail to respond to this politically, they will be driven out of office, many of them by their own voters, who are expecting and now will be demanding a political response. This call for protest from President Trump, 
is a legitimate request. Of course, it should be protested, but in that also lies danger. Because as we have seen, protests can be infiltrated. There can be any number of bad actors who simply put on a red hat or a shirt that say they support Trump, but their goal is to bring disruption and to try to foment violence. There is a lot that could go wrong here that could uh, that could help turn this country further and further into an unstable nation. And that is not hyperbole. This is the kind of thing that could destabilize a nation if it spirals out of control. And that's one of the things I think I hear you you expressing your fears about. It's certainly something that I'm fearful about. I'm very, very fearful about it. Is Donald Trump guilty of uh, of uh, causing his lawyer uh, to make that payment? Probably, but does it does it uh, hold up that uh, that he's passed the statute of limitations for that uh, uh, for that misdemeanor? Should he be should he be put in handcuffs? The former president of the United States put in handcuffs and mugged and fingerprinted. Over a situation like that, where where things in Washington are, are much much worse. Let's talk about Alvin Bragg for a minute. Many New Yorkers don't feel safe on the streets of New York. The New York City subways, people are fra- afraid to ride them because of fear that they will be harmed by criminals. Under Alvin Bragg. One of the first things he did, even before assuming office, was state his intention to reduce the accountability that criminals would face under his jurisdiction. He said there were a number of crimes he would not prosecute, including crimes that involved guns. And we hear from all the time from the left, guns, 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 guns. One of the first things Alvin Bragg did was said, say there were going to be certain crimes, even involving guns, that his office would not prosecute. People protested that. He seemed to back down a little bit. But then when he took office, what we see is under New York's failed bail reform laws, criminals are housed in some cases less than 24 hours after they're incarcerated. incarcerated. They're back on the streets and they're back committing crimes. Is Alvin Bragg doing doing this political act that he's doing to prosecute, persecute Donald Trump? How do you think New Yorkers will respond? John, you're tied into New York's business community. How do you think your businessmen and and, and women that keep this city afloat, how do you think they're going to respond to this? Bo, 484,000 New Yorkers in the last 24 months have moved out. The governor and the state legislature is planning the new highest ever uh, taxes for New York. If those 484,000 have moved out and they keep moving out, who's going to pay all these new taxes? We're going to we're going to reach the level where New York is going to blow up like it did in the 70s where they had to put it in controls to to, to to be able to make it work. I mean, it's it's very sad for the nation. It's very sad for New Yorkers and I, I call upon the district attorney on Monday to think twice before doing something like this. 
Should there be a rec- if if it is possible? I don't even know whether it's possible under New York law. I'll have to research it. But under do you New think York that law, New- under New York law, the governor of the state, and it's been done before under Governor uh, Pataki, I believe, under New York law, the governor could could re- either remove the district attorney for not doing their job on prosecuting crimes and guns and murders, or they could put in an overseer or or something like that. And I'm not a lawyer, but I've paid enough legal fees in my lifetime that I should be an honorary lawyer. (laughs) Do you think that Governor Hochul should intervene here? Uh, If common sense prevails, but yes, but, but she's got her own problems because April 1st is... Uh, the, the the big fight in Albany with the budget. And for whom do the bells going to toll? Is it going to toll for the governor uh, uh, fighting for a little bit of common sense? Or is it going to toll for the legislature, which is completely socialist at this time, and, and they want to convert New York into a socialist uh, uh, society? And don't forget what happened to Venezuela. Venezuela disappeared in 20 you know, short years when the socialists took over. Let us go back and revisit. The, you've mentioned Venezuela before. We watched this happen. We watched when Hugo Chavez took over Venezuela, one of the first things that he did was an unconstitutional packing of that nation's Supreme Court. He then nationalized businesses, and he actually even arrested some Americans there with, I sad to say, no response from America, and in his quest to nationalize some of the businesses. He actually diverted some of that nation's resources to Cuba. He saw Cuba as he saw himself as an ally under the uh, under Fidel Castro, who was his socialist mentor, and he formed a very close alliance with Cuba. He then started also trying to do everything he could to undermine the United States of America within a period of five years. It had already started on a rapid descent. People could not find medicine. There once They have some of the most uh, intensive oil uh, resources in the world, but yet Venezuelans did not have enough energy to keep their lights on under his leadership. And the cost of oil in Venezuela was shockingly high. Inflation went rampant. People began, and this is not hyperbole, literally starving to death in that nation. Those that could afford to flee left. Venezuela has now moved from the most stable democracy in the Southern Hemisphere into a third, a total third world status nation, and you would think that watching this happen, that the leadership in that country would say, okay, this isn't working, but then after Hugo Chavez passed, his successor, Madero, doubled down, and to this day, they are now stuck at the bottom of the heap, almost, in South America, and you're, we, and John, yep, go ahead. We have a world crisis. China is aligning themselves with Russia. Saudi Arabia, talking Saudi Arabia into uh, Iran. Uh, 
China is creating an entire uh, system to oppose the free world. You got China aligning with Iran. Uh, India is uh, is becoming sympathetic to China and and uh, Russia because they're buying oil at a very large discount. Uh, Saudi Arabia doesn't trust Washington. Uh, we we have a major problem in our hands. And this is going to exacerbate things and make it worse. They always talk about how the U.S. looks in the eyes of the world. What do you think this will make the United States look like to our international allies and to our not only to our friends but to our enemies in the world, John? Well, if Saudi Arabia doesn't trust Washington, how far do you want to go? Who else is going to stop trusting Washington? Wow. We're in unprecedented times. I'm going to urge people to keep it here. I'm going to urge people to keep it here on WABC for the latest in news on this. Follow this all the way through. John Katsimatidis, owner, savior of WABC Radio, and our owner. Thank you for joining us this morning, John, and keep it here. I know you're going to be talking about this as well throughout the weekend and all next week. Yes, and, and I'll call you James, not Jimmy. Thank you, James, Thank you. very much. <laughs> yes, that's John Katz folks. James Golden, a.k.a. Snurdly, Bo Snurdly here with you. It's our Saturday morning radio extravaganza. We're coming back. More of your calls. Also, America's small caffeinated mom's going to weigh in on this, as we all are. Donald Trump facing arrest on Tuesday. Coming back right after this.